Warning, all beer inside occasionally contains strong language, which may be unsuitable for children, unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for adults, beer drinking, which may be unsuitable for recovering alcoholics, as well as views and opinions expressed, which may be unsuitable for everyone. All Beer Inside also wants to remind you to always drink responsibly and to never drink and drive. I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside, episode 49, part 2. Uh, we have another action movie tournament submitted by C-Money. Joining me once again for this episode is C-Money, Old School, and Phil. I believe we've all grabbed new beers. I'm going to start this time. I have from Leftfield Brewery out of Toronto, which I purchased at an LCBO, which is the Liquor Commission Board of Ontario, is Rally Cap. It is a pale ale with lactose coming in at 5.1%. ABV. See money. What are you drinking? <clears throat> so I picked up Brock Street from Brock Street Brewing, a uh, little Bohemian Pilsner. Pretty pretty light across the board, but <laughs> their slogan is weird. It's like the most refreshing street in Canada. So apparently Brock Street is like where it's at if you want uh, refreshing Pilsners. I have to uh, go there sometime as a group. Uh, Old school. What you drinking? This is beer one of the six pack that Bones got me for our anniversary. From Schoolhouse Brewery in Windsor, Nova Scotia. This is their part of their experimental series. It's the Amarillo Wheat Beer. And uh, what I like on it is in the back of the can, they have what they call the Bureau So they actually have like levels for the hoppiness, the bitterness, the maltness, alcohol, and color on a scale of five. That's kind of cool. For uh, if you're looking quickly and you don't want a high hoppy beer, you might not want it. Um, the beer is actually quite good. Uh, carp, you would like the nose; it's quite hoppy, uh, but the taste is light, like citrusy, and the hoppiness doesn't linger at all. It's it's really just night light and smooth, and it's a great it's a good summer beer. So I give um, it a three point five. Bones finding that school uh, brewery was that on Instagram? I can ask her where she found it. Yeah. Because I believe I've gotten those ads and I haven't ordered yet, but there's two breweries from the Atlantics, uh, which were advertising on Instagram, which I've used. I've also used uh, recent interviewed. I've used Craft Tap. Uh, they are a beer delivery service. They have BC, Alberta, Ontario, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia, I believe. So I have all those rules kind of... Um... Uh, so it's it's a different kind of rule, but they're basically becoming, uh, like Irshad said on the episode, they want to be the Amazon of alcohol in Canada. Speaking of all beer inside YouTube uh, videos, my videographer, Phil, what are you drinking? From uh, Brasseur du Monde. They're award-winning. Yeah, lots of awards, actually, from the World Beer Awards. They're a Big Ben Porter. Coming in at five point five percent ABV. Oh, I've had so, that. Yeah, it's a uh, it's good. It's a uh, very sweet for a porter, but uh, no, it's actually really refreshing and light. Yeah, the rally cap you could get the lactose. It's very nice. I think old mm. school would like the like lactose sugar on top of the IPA bitterness. Let's uh, let's talk action movies, gentlemen. 
Old school, keep bones on standby as a tiebreaker. Sounds good. Every single bracket. Yeah. Randomizer. So old uh, C-Money submitted a list. I randomized it. So let's start. It is 32. Let's try and make this quicker if we can. Round one, 300 versus Fast and Furious. Now, C-Money, which Fast and Furious? The original or the 2009 semi-reboot? Original. Okay. The Fast uh, and the Furious. So, as, as opposed to Fast and Furious. Yeah. Uh, are we just voting or see when you want to do a quick description of each movie? Depends what you guys prefer. Like, I mean, I, a lot I, think, of them, I think a lot of them people know. I think the more obscure ones, I think we'll just have to do. Yeah. So something yeah, obscure, recap. mention it. Yeah. I think everybody knows 300 and Fast and Furious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not going to go through the whole breakdown for every single one again. So now are we going uh, strictly action or are we going uh, storyline with action? Like what was the better movie in the end? I, I mean, I would say put it all together for what makes the overall best, like, Mm-hmm. action film in your mind okay cool if that includes storyline if it includes one-liners if it includes the action just the action then yeah. go for that uh we'll start out to vote with c money 300 or fast and furious <clears throat> right out of the gate <laughs> this is pretty fucking hard <laughs> um 300 was just like so unique when it dropped and it's just i mean obviously the whole spartan thing was pretty badass and the slow motion scenes and everything Fast and Furious was also like <laughs> the first one was just so new and unique to everybody. Um, back when Paul Walker was still walking among us, well, he walked among us for six films before so. the don- before the donuts. Before the donuts, yeah. Uh, and Vin Diesel was coming off of Pitch Black. Was he? Uh, he was coming off a of Boiler Room. Oh bo- no, oh, yeah. it was Boiler Room before Saving, that. No? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which has a uh, mention later on. But um, <laughs> I think just straight up action, the one that made me mark out the most was probably 300. It's just so so unique in nature and like just kind of action through and throughout. Go, Phil. As much as I am a mark for the Fast and Furious franchise, the first one wasn't the strongest one. I think they found their footing in the fifth one. So I'm going to go with 300. Old school. Like Dominic Toretto, I live my life one quarter mile at a time. So... Um, I'm going to have to go with, you know, and I'm not a big car enthusiast, so people might bitch that it's, you know, over the top fucking jumping off buildings and flying off cliffs and all that. That's the first one. It's car foo. It's fun. You know, it, it, it's fun. So I'm going to have to go fast and furious. Okay. So how fast does your uh, Honda Fit go zero to 60? Um, or how, how quick can you do a quarter mile? I don't think it goes to 60. I have to check. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's 300 hands down as for the first Fast and the Furious. The series as a whole, if it were against 300, would get my vote. But 300 is just so unique, so awesome. And as a standalone movie, even 300, uh, the the second part, the Empire one, would actually uh, win over the first Fast and the Furious. Uh, it does start to get ridiculous. And it finally, it's always been about family. Uh, but it's also always been about Corona. So uh, 300 wins it for me here. Next one, shoot 'em up versus Mortal Kombat. We go. I'm going to start. A shoot 'em up is just so fucking ridiculous, over the top action. Uh, Mortal Kombat as a comic book movie in general wasn't as good as it could have been. So shoot 'em up's getting the vote for me. No question about it. He kills a guy with a carrot. Phil. So Mortal Kombat back in the days was a step up from Street Fighter? Yes, everything was a step up from Street Fighter. <laughs> so any movie, like video game movie ad- adaptation, including that dumb Double Dragon Super Mario Brothers movie? 
Uh, shoot 'em up. Have you watched? Have you guys watched uh, Guns Akimbo? Yes, I loved Guns Akimbo. It sort of has that energy, but Shoot 'em Up had a more creative, had way more creative action set pieces. So I'm gonna watch Shoot 'em Up. See money? Yeah. So uh, you know, back in the day when when gaming got really good, Mortal Kombat was that one where quarters were just lined up like crazy on the arcade machines, and then you were so pumped for the movie. And then there was just so many bad scenes <laughs> in it, like Goro, my God. Scorpion. Looked, yeah. Scorpion was okay. But it wasn't our Scorpion. But it wasn't our Scorpion, it's true. And, and I, ironically, I, I recently ended up watching Shoot 'em Up on TV, and I forgot at how fucking badass Paul Giamatti is in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's fucking creepy and fucked up, and uh, l- a lot of good campy action in that one, so I'm going to go shoot him up as well. So before fuck, we kill Mortal Kombat... Before we kill Mortal Kombat, there's a new um, animated movie, the uh, Scorpion. Yeah, the I heard name about is. that. Yeah, uh, it's really good. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really, really good. So, so it's our Scorpion, as it should be done. I gotta check that out then. Yeah. Old school. Were you gonna say Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I was gonna go with the, my 13 year old cheesiness, loving it, like waiting in line. Okay. Yeah. To watch that movie, sneaking in all kinds of like candy and coke from the dollar store, and our like pockets and our shorts were down to our ankles, sneaking in all that shit. <laughs> And yeah. like it, yeah, it's cheesy as fuck. The actors are terrible, but it was nice to see that video game that you played during your lunch hour finally brought to the big screen. This is before all these video game, you know, cartoon. Uh, sorry, the comic book stuff became mainstream. So it, it was, it was like a, it was fun nostalgia. Yeah, and also not reading based on soundtracks or songs inspired by. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Mortal Kombat would win without question. <laughs> Or using a bucket of water to murder one of the main bad guys. Well, that which brings gives life. That that hurt me inside. Wow. <laughs> I was so angry in the movie just because of that scene. <laughs> like my favorite fucking character, and they kill him with a bucket of ice. I'm, I'm bucket <laughs> a bucket of water. Of water. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one: The Expendables versus Smoke and Aces. That's mm-hmm. actually both really good action movies. Uh, we start with Sea Money. This one is fucking tough because I, I Smoking Aces is actually another one that I don't know why recently I decided to throw the DVD on just because yeah. I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah, and I forgot at how fucking good it is. Mm. It's so weird, but like, especially for who's in the movie as well. Affleck. Um. Yeah. Well, there's there's Butler. There's uh, Affleck. Affleck. Piven. Uh, Reynolds. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. which is yeah. like he's a weird role in that. Alicia Keys. Really? Oh, yeah. uh, Common. Common's, Common's in, in it. Like mm-hmm. Piven does a fucking phenomenal job in that movie. Yeah. So that's a tough one because there's a lot of great action and the acting is really good, whereas Expendables is fucking fantastic action <laughs> and the absolute dog shit acting across <laughs> the board. But in this case, it's really, really tough. But I'm gonna go for Expendables just because it was the movie that everyone like we knew these guys were dying out and it was kind of like the last dance to bring them all together and there was some hardcore shit in it so I went with Expendables old school yeah I second see money there the um, 80s 90s action movie nostalgia trumps the amazing story of smoking aces so it's going to be Expendables for me Uh, it's me it's also Expendables like smoking aces is a hidden gem it's actually like also a really intelligent movie uh, when you watch it in the end too, just with like the hidden meanings and and the kind of twist in the end of of why that that's happening. Uh, but the Expendables is it was a throwback to your eighties nineties action flick. Also, Terry Crews's shot automatic shotgun. Yes. yes. Oh my god! <laughs> so blowing people um, the fuck away. 
Randy Couture killing Stone Cold by throwing him in the fire and then Superman and punching him to death. Like, it's just so much over-the-top, ridiculous, insane action. And like you said, it was it was Bruce Willis, Arnie, and Stallone, where you felt it was their dying out, but it was also the creation of uh, Terry Crews uh, as a badass, badass action star. So, uh, Expendables for me. Uh, Phil, I I mean, it's already done, but... Uh, yeah, I would have gone for Expendables too, but a shout out to, if you don't know him, he's the director of Smoking Aces. He's Joe Carnahan. Yep. He's been on a solid streak. Uh, so if you see his name on anything, so he's done everything from like, well, his first movie was Narc, and then he did Smoking Aces, but he also wrote a bunch of stuff, including uh, the new Death Wish, the new Bad Boys. So yeah, no, he's uh, if you like solid action, keep his. He's yeah. the new Michael Bay. Yeah, well, he's a uh, smarter, <laughs> smarter, yeah, <exactly. laughs> smarter Michael Bay. If you haven't checked out The Gray, I recommend checking out The Gray. It's Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson taking with wolves. Oh, so good. Love that yeah. movie. That was a great movie. Yeah. Next one: Grand Torino versus Kill Bill. Hmm. Both Bill. cultural appropriation. <laughs> Starting with <laughs> cultural appropriation. Bill. Both about cultural appropriation. I love. I love Clint Eastwood, even though uh, it's kind of crazy in his old age. And racist. Well, he's always been racist. <laughs> Tarantino's racist in a different way. <laughs> yeah, he just loves using the N-word. I don't know. I've never... I don't know. I don't know. I'll, he- I'll hear you guys' opinions when, when it comes to your, to your time to vote, but I've never actually been a fan of the Kill Bill movies. Uh, okay. So I'm going to go with uh, Gran Torino, because he loves that chicken. Old school. Yeah, I, I think I saw Kill Bill with Sea Money in the theater. Uh, and uh, the volume one was just incredible. Volume two was boring as shit. But uh, I loved Uma Thurman, Vivica Fox. And uh, I was, uh, I'm was i still Lucy Lou Mark, so it was great to see her in this kind of action movie. Not a huge fan of Tarantino, to be honest, but this is definitely my favorite out of all the movies he's done. And uh, the soundtrack to that thing with the flute there, I forget the name of the guy. Pime. I couldn't get no. I could not get that theme out of my head for like weeks, man. I loved it. So I love the the mix of like it was kind of like. Um, or are you talking RZA? N- uh, no, it was that the, like I, th- I think money. I think your mom had like the thing on tape or something. Whoa, whoa. The flute guy. No, the flute guy. She like he had him like it's this, it's old school fucking. I'm trying to think of the theme here. The Yanni. Not Yanni, but some fucking dude with a flute. I don't know. Okay, nonetheless, action movie. Anyways, yeah, Kill Bill. <laughs> uh, th- this one's this one's another tough one because I love Clint Eastwood, and he's just over the top fucking racist in this movie. <laughs> he's fucking calling the guy Zipperhead and shit mm-hmm. like this. He's just every two seconds he comes calls him Kung Pao and all this fucking shit in the movie. He's just so stupid. Great, great classic uh, movie, but. I would say Kill Bill. I definitely echo old school's uh, thoughts. Definitely, I would say my my favorite, if not second favorite, Tarantino film. So um, this one just it had all the right components from from cinematography to the the music to the story. Uh, a lot of great actors. So Kill Bill. Uh, I'm also Kill Bill. Uh, just that battle with the crazy eighty eights. Oh my god! And then um, Lucy Lou's like main lieutenant with the with the spike ball yeah from battle royale go go yeah from battle royale go go so i love kill bill i'm able to rewatch it multiple times even when like people make fun of it on uh cartoons like i know the simpsons and family guy have like done their own version of it i love seeing like that style of like 
cartoon where all of a sudden or or real or like action where it goes from like all of a sudden black and white action flick style and tarantino as general is great great director yeah it can be a little racist time but kill bill uh, was so good so that, that that scene where she fights the 88s and it goes from to the the blue and black yeah fucking iconic man all right next one kiss the drag kiss of the dragon versus gladiator right. old school uh, kiss of the okay yeah yeah jet lee um or jet he, lee fights, a police station of, he right. fights a police station of like uh, karate people glad hey you know what i wasn't a fan of gladiator i don't like that shit so kiss of the dragon <laughs> <laughs> what you don't like what the i don't like 300 or... no nah, i don't like that fucking greek mythology shit i hate it it's roman boring i don't like it whatever roman greek same shit <laughs> it's not the same shit yeah sea money so I'm tr- I'm trying to think back because I have a lot of Jet Li movies as well as my Jackie Chan collection. But yeah. like, was Kiss of the Dragon the one where he killed the guy with a chopstick? Uh, I believe so. Because he's he's in the like little Chinese shop, right? Yeah. And then I they, know he they kills the guy. The, the house with like the old man, and he dies, and then he fucking out of the mist he kills the guy with a chopsticks. Yeah, it's Wasn't either that, that or Unleashed. I think that's the one. Oh, um, Unleashed. Yeah, Unleashed, Unleashed is where he was like uh, a the human dog. dog. He's a daddy dog. the dog. Because yeah. Yeah. Kiss yeah. of the Dragon was where he goes behind the guy's neck and like kisses a needle into his neck and then he starts bleeding out of his eyeballs. Uh, oh, you're forgetting no, the best line in the movie. Because he, he, he goes, but yeah, because he, he knows about the pressure points and stuff like that. So he yeah. put, puts the needle for the killing and he goes in the typical Jet Li thing. It's like, this is the kiss of the dragon. <laughs> and then, and then the, the French guy's like, kiss my ass and then dies. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. So Gladiator was a great freaking movie and it's like one of those well, like you could, it was a blockbuster for sure. Fuck, what is that French actor's name again? Uh, is it guy? Guy? No. Oh, fuck. He's, cl- he's, he's classic. He was in a lot of movies, like as uh, the villain. The guy who plays Satan in Constantine? Was that him? I think so. Let's check. Now I got to look it up really the quick. The French guy? Yeah. like Chiqui the- Cario. Is that his name? Yeah. Chiqui Car- yeah, Cario. Yeah. He's the corrupt uh, police detective. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's sure. been in a bunch of. Yeah, he's been in a bunch. Of oh stuff. my god, uh, he's been in 127 in movies. Yeah. he should win the Oscar just for his delivery of "kiss my ass" and then dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- th- this had so many, so many great, great moments in it. So, kiss, kiss of the dragon for me. All right, Phil. Gladiator was epic when it came out. It gave us the beginning of Joaquin Phoenix as a. Yeah. As a bona fide movie star, as opposed as a, to as a creepy fuck. <laughs> well, he's still he's still a creepy fuck. I mean, he's dated a computer. Oh, All right, hold on, hold on. I just I gotta just say this out loud. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why it just popped up on my phone, and the first thing that I I see is Kanye West announces he is running for president in 2020. Uh, oh, you serious? Okay. Well, he oh. is a Trumper now, so no, but he's running as an independent, I guess. Uh, I have no clue. It just All literally right. popped up. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, so, so <laughs> Gladiator had epic battle sequences and stuff like that, but I still prefer the the battle, like the sort of like the fist of fist of fury, fist of legend yeah. tribute, where he yeah. just <laughs> runs into police station and they're like their trainees are doing their karate lessons. <laughs> he just beats the shit out of all of them. It's the Bruce Lee uh, homage. Yeah. Yeah, and then the um, also at the police station is the fight against those massive twins. Oh yes, yeah, uh, that's so, yeah. where he puts them through the fucking wall. Yeah, yeah, the glass I forgot and the about wall that. and everything. Yeah, was Written. it was one of them Steve Atkins or Scott Atkins? I mean, I think the they were actual twins. No, 
think they were actual twins. I thought one guy was the tall guy and the other guy was the smaller guy. And he was like fucking one guy was flipping around and kicking the shit out of him. And, I don't and the big guy was driving him through walls. Has Jet Li ever fought Scott Atkins on screen? No, it was, um, you guys ever see District B13? Uh, nope. I've seen District. District 13. 13, yeah. yeah. So the bald, uh, the bald guy, not the guy with the hair. Yeah. The bald parkour, he was one of the twins. Okay. And then this guy named Dieter Azule is the other twin. Okay. okay. So no, so they're not. But no, no so Scott Atkins. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. Kiss my okay. ass. <laughs> cool. I should have put Ong back in this tournament. I forgot about that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh well, next time. We'll do like straight up. If it's not like too redundant, we'll do like straight up just a martial arts movie. Yes. All right. Next one. Oh, that's a good one. We have The One. <laughs> Again. Versus Twister. Uh, I start, yeah, the one. No question about it. I mean, Jet Li murders himself, mm-hmm. uh, and he also <laughs> has to fight himself, and it's pre-Jason Statham being, like, the main martial arts guy. He's part of it. And I just remember, like, at the end where he's on top of the hill, he's like, oh, you want to bite me? You, I am no one's bitch. You are all my bitch. <laughs> so... Yeah. And then he's like on the mountain fighting all these other guys that they just king of the hill. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The one for me, it was so, so awesome. And seeing Jet Li fight himself was fantastic. Phil. The, the one had that awesome, I, I don't know if it holds up because I've watched it in 20 years pretty much at this point where he crushes the guy with the two motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, um, he, he, yeah. he grabs the two motorcycles and makes those cops flip off the motorcycles and then crushes another cop with said motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. I have a sweet spot for uh, twister. <laughs> Is it Helen Hunt? Sweet Helen yeah. Hunt. Sweet Helen Hunt. She was actually <laughs> two, pretty hot in that movie with the, yeah. two of the main yeah. actors of that movie are, have now passed away. So yeah. Yeah. It was uh Philip Seymour Hoffman in this, uh, yeah. Yeah. extreme and Paxton, uh, Bill Paxton, but yeah, the flying cow, man, the flying cow twister. I'm going to go with twister. Oh, see money. So Twister was one of those movies that like, as far as national or not national, sorry, like um, environmental disasters, that was like up there for me. I thought the concept was really cool. But the one like this was to me, one of Jet Li's best movies, even to that point where you remember that scene where the mouse is going to break him out of jail with the fucking bomb on it. And they mm-hmm. kick into the, uh, was it system of the down where it's like, Wah! and it just explodes at that point and disturbed, but yeah, disturbed, sorry, disturbed. And just fucking like great, great scene, great movie. And like, like you said at the end that, that moment where he just, he's in hell basically. And he's going to still continue to take on everybody. I just thought that was awesome. So I'm going to say the one old school. This was the precursor to like the council of Ricks. Cause it was yeah. like the other, you know, so, killing all the Ricks. And so, shit. so here's what I, I'm going to, I'm going to surprise this for you old school and a lot of people. There's been so much fiction created that the likelihood of something actually happening again or in real life may actually happen. The Simpsons have created so many things uh, that it's actually happened multiple times. Yeah, no, I that's, mean, uh, that's no, how much sure. fiction actually exists now. That's true. But yeah, no, it's a fun action movie. Like Twister, if you're looking at like uh, mainstream appeal, Twister obviously had a really big box office, you know, it was one of the biggest movies of that year. But uh, in terms of what I enjoyed more, it was the one. Cool. Next, we have something that may be part of cancel culture nowadays, Tropic Thunder. Both of them. them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Okay. Uh, We got Tropic Thunder. Battle of cancel culture. We have uh, Black 
needles or black tattooed skin Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder versus Braveheart Mel Gibson uh, just not being a great human being. Yeah, (laughs) some of the stuff he said is totally not nice. (laughs) Uh, We start with old school. So what was funny? The only thing that backlash had happened out of Tropic Thunder. Uh, when it uh, originally got released, was the, <laughs> the retard stuff? So ben still got an all kinds of shit. The retard went down. He's just sitting there in blackface the whole movie. So yeah, I mean, it was so ridiculous. Just like Jack Black, this like fucking drug hungry guy who's gonna blow everybody. And but the, I forget the name of the uh, the black actor that was with uh, Robert Downey Jr. There, um, what's his name? But the back and forth between yeah, the yeah, guys. yeah, oh, it was great. What do you Jeez. mean, you what people? What do you about, mean, uh, you people? <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Uh, going down south, eating some grits and this and that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. back and forth was so good. And fucking Tom Cruise coming out of his like crazy phase, where he's jumping on the couch, just kind of uh. rejuvenated his career for me, anyways. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, that, that was, was the moment. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. So uh, for, hands down, Tropic Thunder. Okay, I'm gonna take Braveheart. The Action and violence in that movie is insane. Uh, just like him crushing a guy's skull with a mace and, and the violence and action-wise. Because I'm, I'm considering this tournament as an action movie, not like action comedy. Tropic Thunder had its moments and it was entertaining. But Braveheart, action-wise, yeah, it was a two VHS set. That's how long ago this movie came out. But I preferred the gory, true effects of Braveheart over Tropic Thunder. So I'm going to take Braveheart. Phil. So it's blackface versus anti-Semitism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck. Um, do I quote our past guest Looney and say, fuck both these movies? <laughs> no, but I still love, I don't know. I, like Mel Gibson has a pension for fucking torture porn at this point. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> and this is the, the beginning of that where it's like just full on cruelty for cruelty's sake where, Tropic Thunder for me was surprising because even though it's directed by Ben Stiller and you don't, you don't expect them to be a good action director, the action sequences of Tropic Thunder are really solid. Like when shit hits the fan at the end, it's it's actually really, really good. And, uh, and the little guy's jumping on his back and stabbing yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, so good. And it probably hasn't aged well, but that Blu-ray versus HD DVD scene... Just cracked, just it cracked me up when I saw it first. So I'm well, there's also with, the TiVo, and I think the TiVo has become a thing of the past as well. Yeah, it's also. But I'm gonna go with uh, blackface. Okay, see you, money. Really tough one because um, Tropic Thunder cracked me up on so many different levels. When they even started the movie off with the fucking mini commercials about like booty juice and the tra- yeah the mini trailers <laughs> the mini trailers. Um, yeah, so Robert Downey Jr. is a gay monk with uh, yeah. Toby McGuire. And then, like, what was the Scorcher 2, Scorcher 3? Yeah. All the fucking movies came out. Scorcher 4, Frozen Earth, Scorcher Uh, 5. The whole thing around him being Simple Jack, where he had to act out the scene in front of, like, the militia. Yeah. We are the Red Dragon. Yeah, the Red Dragon. It was fucking hilarious. But, like, Q-Carp, when it comes to the sheer action of, like, I think this, at the time, was probably the first movie to really put together, like, that many bodies to make a cinematic, like, it it kind of led the way for Lord of the Rings, in my opinion. Uh, So, so outside of Spartacus, like, so the action was so realistic that uh, PETA was like, why would you kill horses? And they're like, no, here's what actually happened. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Like it, it, it's crazy. The shit that they pulled off. So, um, and then <clears throat> this story was just phenomenal too. So I'm, I'm actually going to swing my vote to uh, Braveheart. Old oh. school. Get the tiebreaker. Uh, All right. Just, uh, now you have to ask her action movie, not comedy. And not anything that happened outside. Yeah. Of the movie. So Bones, <laughs> uh, remember when Robert Downey Jr. did blackface? Remember you people? <laughs> oh my God, Braveheart is 25 years old. I know. It's so sad <laughs> when I look at some also. Um, okay, like, so we got Braveheart versus Tropic Thunder. So what's, what's like the, is it the best movie or? Action which movie. Which movie you find most offensive? No. Uh, which <laughs> movie? <laughs> yeah, it's the best action, action movie. I'm going to have to go with Braveheart. Okay. Thank okay. you. Bye. Bye. Anti-Semitism wins. Yep. Sounds good. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> that, that's starting the episode. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely starting the episode. Uh, uh, next one, we got Scarface versus Commando. Oh. I start. Oh my God. This is wow. These are both really good action wise. I'm going to go with current mindset and uh current mindset is over the top campiness action. So I'm going to take commando Phil. I like Scarface. I don't like what people have done with Scarface ever since. You mean all the college bros who have all the, t- the posters? It's not supposed to be a feel good movie about how to run your drug crime syndicates. <laughs> that is not the message. <laughs> so here we are 30 years later and we're still trying to promote that. But Al Pacino was great. The chainsaw scene is epic. But I'm going to go with slightly offensive anti LGBT commando. Old school. So, if, you know, if I was voting. Which one was the better movie? Like, by far, it's Scarface, obviously. But which one did I enjoy more? It's got to be, you're a funny guy, Sully. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. <laughs> and then... You know, my friend's dead tired. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just, yeah. Remember when I said I killed you last? I lied. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's just fucking... It's just... Stick around. Top can- a cheesy Arnold. It, it's hands. great. So, for what I enjoyed better, it was Commando. Let off some steam, see money. Steam, see money. Next one: Watchmen versus the Town. Ooh. We're gonna start with see money. This one's tough because for those that actually read Watchmen before they watched Watchmen, who they can read Watchmen. <laughs> well, unfortunately, most people who don't read those types of comics, but uh, graphic novels, but they they were they were fucking on fire, like to the T. This was probably one of the best comic to movie adaptations up until the final scene, which probably made it better than the original comic, to be honest with you. Agreed. HBO Red Condom. It fucking, like, it was just so well done. The music was phenomenal. The cinematography was phenomenal. Such a, a, a interesting style in how they shot everything. And the town, and when you flip it over in the town, the town has probably the best bank heist theme or one of the best bank heist themes that you've seen in a long time since like heat. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm going to, I'm going to edge this one out just slightly to uh watchman. Phil watchman is a classic. I still prefer the ending from the graphic novel to the one that they had. I mean, giant, the giant squid versus nuclear blast, nuclear Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> Cause the town is a solid movie. Shout out for Ben Affleck to Ben Affleck, even though he gets a lot of shit for stuff he does. He was actually good in that. Yeah, he's actually really good in that. He directed this movie. <clears throat> it's based off of what he knows, South I, Boston. I, I almost put Reindeer Games in this, just oh, so you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. <laughs> That's also another solid movie. 
Yeah. But for the drama and everything, because Watchmen as a graphic novel, hands down, one of top top ten of all time. As a movie, I sort of have issues with it in terms of pacing and that weird Leonard Cohen banging a chick on the corner of a table, which is really, really uncomfortable and on. <laughs> That's the. That's what happens, though, right? That's what. It was. That's. What, there's nothing comfortable about that scene. There's nothing comfortable about that scene. <laughs> Everything's uncomfortable. <laughs> Everything's uncomfortable. And it, it, I don't think they nail. I don't think it's still a bit sleek. Where in Watchmen, I don't know. It, my interpretation of when I read the the graphic novel was that these were like more out of shape, older, like not agile anymore superheroes were. Snyder being Snyder, he made him like when they fought, they still had it. Think, think about who was in that that made it to The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't make it long in Watchmen, though. No, no. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the town. It's a solid sequel to Heat. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Old school. Yeah. I mean, like you guys said, the to- the town was a solid action movie. Watchmen, I never got into. Like, I, I didn't read the graphic novel. I wasn't a fan of, of the characters. So when I watched the movie, I just found the pacing boring and, like, regrettably put my money in. I didn't like it at all. So by default, I'm giving it to the town just because I didn't like Watchmen. Get the tiebreaker. Uh, to me, it's the Watchmen movie. I really loved it. Uh, Snyder did. I, I don't know. It's the type of Snyder movie I liked. And I actually preferred the movie ending versus... You mean when he's not doing anything? Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so when he's not writing stories like Sucker Punch uh, and, and like the prison scene with that the was whole, a great movie uh, the prison scene with you know Big Money it's actually a midget mm-hmm. <laughs> things like that I, I don't know I preferred The Watchmen over the town okay. like I, Although, I enjoyed Renner Renner was Affleck, fantastic in town mm. I don't know there's there's to me The Watchmen has more appeal and I've got that ultra cut where it's the like the comic book where it's the uh, the story of the Black Pearl I'll be merged in. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a six-hour movie, so... Yeah, yeah. Because for me, it's missing that, right? <clears throat> Watchmen was, like, built solely as, like, a response to the comic books that were coming out at yeah. the moment. And as a movie, I'm like, I'm like, does it talk about the movies that are coming out at the moment? And it's like, not really. So it's, I think there's a copycat theme, though. If you think about a lot yeah. of the superheroes na- superhero shows right now yeah. um, on, like, Prime and stuff like that, Mm-hmm. These guys are following the blueprint of the the graphic novel because yeah. it was it was the mid eighties and it was like starting where like Frank Miller was doing Dark Knight Returns, yep. which is like yep. a whole like well fuck Batman is a fucking vigilante and like if you don't fuck. keep him in check he's gonna turn into a fascist and then it turns out that Frank Miller turned out to be a fascist. So <laughs> <laughs> how did I forget about Sin City? Yeah, Sin City. Like a lot of the stuff were I guess the code the comic book code was coming to an end or was already like done with yeah so a lot of the darker stuff about like wait we should re-look at superheroes in the in the reagan era like the pro war like yeah. go 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 like wait are we the baddies yeah well i mean look at uh the boys the whole that's, uh that, that's my point right it, but it's the, very similar to the watch yeah. to watch yeah because the boys is also from what what's same era uh, it's uh, uh, Garfinex, no, Garfinex, uh, yeah. which is like preacher guy and all that. Yeah, but it's the concept of like here are these guys who are keeping the superheroes who are actually debaucherous fucking psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. and these people are trying to keep them in line. And then you realize, oh, this one guy's playing vigilante mm-hmm. in the comics. I don't know how the movie. Uh, well, you see it in the first fucking season of the show. 
it sticks pretty close yeah. to it. They expand a bit on the character. Yeah, he doesn't not... he doesn't melt the face of the chicken no, no, exactly, charge yeah. in the comics though. So. No, exactly, yeah, for sure. They can't and and we're still far off. I, I I think we're eventually gonna see Mother's Milk and all them getting the V compound. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. That's uh, I think that's coming up. And Carl right. Urban is a badass. So what's what's the tiebreaker? Yeah. The the town wins it. Oh, the town wins okay. it. Okay. You're not you're not cheating? You can call her if you want. It's not like I have any stock call, in the fucking. Her. Yeah, call her. Nobody stock in the town. It'd be great if she's like, no, I told the fucking idiot. Yeah, that exactly. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it calls you back in the next episode. Oh, that's it. We're done. Okay, we got uh, Jurassic Park versus Lethal Weapon Two. Ooh, uh, we're starting with C Money. This this hurts. <laughs> this hurts in so many ways. Um, man, it's like one of the great one of the greatest action movies of a duo back then. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> We've talked we've talked a lot about <laughs> racial racial driven movies. <laughs> we might say that Lethal Weapon is there. In Diplomatic space. immunity. Immunity. <laughs> I'm gonna have to lean, and I know this is not probably the popular vote, but I'm gonna have to lean to Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park fucking broke things. I remember being in the theater. This is back when I was too young to go myself. Uh, and my mom actually t- took me to this movie. And I remember that iconic scene with the the water shaking and the T-Rex and like the, the gore of it, just the whole pace of the, the movie was kind of like mostly nonstop uh, groundbreaking. And I know I'm getting slack for this because lethal weapon two is so fucking good. So I'm going to go Jurassic park. Phil, man, similar story to you. See money. Uh, my dad never takes us out to movies. And, and for some reason, he, yeah, he, yeah. he heard about Jurassic Park. Like, let's go see Jurassic Park. The effects are amazing. They still hold up for some goddamn unknown reason. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's very true. It's like, what? <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Oh, my God. Because Lethal Weapon has such an iconic villain. Yes. Yeah, two has, two has one of the best villains. It's just like that payoff at the end is the best. The best thing. Fuck. I'm going to go with Lethal Weapon. Old school. But you're black. <laughs> That's the <laughs> wrong movie, but... Lethal Weapon 2? No. Oh, yeah. Lethal Weapon 2. That's true. You're black. It's not Sam Jackson's character in Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. Like, uh, when the bad guy turns around, he's like, oh, I was expecting a large piece of plastic behind me because he was uh, killing all it, his other bad guys. It's... I Like, I don't like dinosaurs. I don't give a shit. Like, They're the scary. visuals... No, no. I mean, like the for the the precedents and the visuals, and you know, for its time, yeah. But like, Dino, the whole thing is fucking boring. Like, I don't give a shit. Lethal Weapon Two is a fun action movie. People still <laughs> randomly scream diplomatic immunity to this day. You know what I mean? It's, I too old for this shit. Like Mel Gibson, yeah, as racist as he is, I'm able to separate the character and the person and uh, fucking love these movies. So uh, hands down, Lethal Weapon 2. Okay, so the word you're looking for is I can separate the art from the artist. Exactly. Yeah. I've never heard someone say dinosaurs are boring. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. I, I, uh, dinosaurs bore me. The whole Would you care more if dinosaurs were the thing fueling your car right now? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I, don't, okay, I know where you're going. Uh, that, yeah. So going for action while... Action-wise, I'm going to vote Lethal Weapon. On a more epic scale, it would have been Jurassic Park. I saw that movie in the cinema seven times. Holy crap. Jurassic uh, Park? Yeah. That uh, was your Titanic? So this is how far back it was. It was the Eaton Center. Yeah. Had three dollars. That's yeah, where I saw it. Yeah, had $3.50 movie Top days. Deck. Yep. yep. That's exactly so, it. 
I saw it there at least five out of the seven times I saw it. Wow. Three times with my friend. Uh, he's also known as Darbadar. That's his nickname. Uh, so we saw I'm it. Offended. A bunch of, there's no offense. For what his real name is, Darbadar actually, as his nickname, makes sense. But for action style movie, yeah, it's Lethal Weapon 2. Just memorable scenes. Something as simple as the guy turning around and he's like, oh, I was expecting a piece of plastic there because he was expecting his boss to put one through his face. So action-wise, Lethal Weapon 2. Epic-wise, if we were like talking the better movie in the end, it would have been Jurassic Park. Uh, now we got Minority Report versus Lord of the Rings uh, for The Return of the King. <laughs> what? Fellowship of the Ring. Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> for, so the, for, for the, the return, return of the King. Uh, you, you didn't get a single fucking letter right. <laughs> I got the. Yeah. I got the right. Uh, minority no, Report. because the T was third, not second. You said uh, for the. Yeah. Uh, minority Report versus the first Lord of the Rings movie. We start with, start with Phil. All right. So Spielberg versus Peter Jackson. Minority Report had the superior visual effects. <laughs> But Fellowship of the Ring had that awesome 45-minute Sean Bean death scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with For the Return of the King. You're not right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, old school. The quote, uh, famous uh, movie maker and podcaster, all that is is three movies of people fucking walking. It's boring as shit. <laughs> I fell asleep during the first one, and I'm like, I'm not watching this fantasy piece of shit. I can't fucking stand it. Um, you didn't like the eight the the eight thousand hour. I can't do. I hate dinosaurs and I hate fantasy. You hate fantasy. I hate it. I don't fucking like it. That's it. Fantasy is not his thing. No longer watch movies. <laughs> no, I just I know what I don't like, and it's that fantasy bullshit. Fucking. Oh, you mean all movies? Sky. You know, it's all fake. Right? I could walk twice as long. Hey, don't just yeah. rainbow. Because um, the realism, the <laughs> realism behind the realism? Uh, three. Tw- the re- I don't like your realism. Okay. The realism <laughs> between three twins, three twins. Fuck, not three twins. Three uh, twins. A family of three predicting the future of who's going to murder some other people. That's not fantasy at all. No, it's reality, and yeah. you, you need to deal with it. Precock. Precock. So it's like Tinder, it's but you know exactly <laughs> You're about to get fucked, but you don't know by yeah, exactly. who yet. Oh yeah. fuck! I mean, I mean, minority the story, report is totally not fantasy. The the story is is unique. Um, I'm a huge Tom Cruise mark. Are you a Paul dick fan? Yes, Tom Carroll, Tom Carroll, Tom Carroll, <laughs> Tom Carroll, Tom Carroll's greatness. <laughs> Colin Farrell is greatness. Um, I fucking love this. I can rewatch it over and over. And if I need to fall asleep, I'll watch Lord of the Rings. So Minority Report for me. Uh, my vote's the same as Phil. It's just the, the epic AD&D old school RR token being created in real life. Uh, Lord of the Rings for me. See money. So... <laughs> This is going to be tough because Minority Report was very unique. Mm-hmm. And I actually found this was one of like Tom Cruise's really creative movies. That scene where he's like trying to run and he's getting chased by those flying like little helicopter kind of like Cobra Commander pods. And he takes the fucking baton and hits him in the throat and they all start puking. You mean the six stick? This, yeah, the six stick. Exactly, exactly. Really good. That scene where he, he friggin gets his eyes plucked out and eats the, the sandwich and all that shit in the fridge made me want to vomit. Um, Lord of the Rings is kind of like uh, Braveheart where it's just that epic, that giant epic. 
I agree with old school that this movie, this series, I remember in the theater when the fucking final, whatever return of the King yeah. was finishing and like the 10th ending <laughs> was happening. I, I remember literally saying out loud, which made a lot of people laugh, but I'm like, Oh my God, Frodo just fucking die. Cause I was like, it, it just wouldn't stop. It was like the same shit that was the, the fucking Eagles could have just grabbed the ring from day one. And flown it into the fucking fire. You could have summoned the ghost army and flown those eagles, and it would have been a half-hour movie. Yeah, it would have been a half-an-hour movie, 100%. That being said, <laughs> Lord of the Ring, Fellowship of the Return of the King, uh, <laughs> is going to be my pick just for the epic battle action part of it yeah. with Legolas and the fucking sniping of people. Next, we got Team America World Police. <laughs> It's the most American movies ever made. (laughs) It still is. It's the most American movies ever fucking made. Versus Armageddon. There's one after that'll change that. Armageddon's super pro-America too, so. Yeah, you'll see the next. Okay, we start with C-Money. What can you say bad about Team America? (laughs) Okay, it's it's marionettes, obviously, so the action is kind of stupid. It's more of a comedy, to be honest, than an action film, but because it's still like, God, what's the name of that old show? Thunderbirds. Yeah, Thunderbirds. It had a lot of nostalgia and just the comedy action, like comedy action combination was hilarious. And I'll let you guys quote (laughs) the a thousand things within that movie, (laughs) Poor Riddle Me. But Armageddon was like that blockbuster. That was like the the world breaker, riding on a fucking nuclear weapon. Had everyone singing to I'm leaving on a jet plane. I'm going to go with uh, Armageddon. Uh, Yeah, same thing. Action movies. Uh, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because my daughter's in this movie. And I don't want to miss a nuclear weapon. So Armageddon for me, Phil. Uh, My God, for action movie? Yeah, the only thing bad, I guess, in this tournament is that Teen America, even though the action is pretty great for puppets, really expensive. (laughs) That wasn't the point. Yeah. Actually, the whole the whole uh, climax of the movie is about the Film Actors Guild. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> and uh, from what I understand, those Film Actors Guilds uh, all had AIDS. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that speech is still one of the best speech ever <laughs> ever written in a movie. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the movie where it's uh, easier to train uh, <laughs> drillers <laughs> to be astronauts <laughs> than astronauts to be drillers. Uh, Armageddon. Old school, what would you have voted? Just Team America. Fucking everyone. Fuck It's just so much fun. Like, Arm- I, I hate that fucking Aerosmith song. The movie was okay. Team America just. I know, man. I'm telling you. I just want to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I. I Team America is just classic. Like, it's, it's one of the best movies. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Action wise, obviously Armageddon. But yeah. you know, again, if I go back to the one I enjoyed the most and the one I would buy, yeah. you know, on the home market or whatever, it's going to be Team America. Rest in uh, peace, uh, Kim Jong Il. Yep. Next, we got Independence Day versus Six Underground. Wow. Okay. So Six Underground, for those who don't know, is the most recent Michael Bay movie that was direct to Netflix. Uh, which is Ryan Reynolds being awesome Ryan Reynolds again. We're starting with C-Money. Fuck, why'd you have to pick me first? Um, <laughs> because that's what the randomizer said. I know, I know, I know. This is stupid hard. Independence Day was like, 
I don't know. It was one of those movies. I remember getting the VHS again, dating myself, where it had the fucking holographic thing on the front of it, where you oh, like yeah. you turn it yeah. sideways and it shows it's blowing up the White House, uh-huh. uh, which would be great today. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, said so on fucking Fourth of July. <laughs> Jesus, well, Ameri- America. I mean, it Freedom all isn't free. It all depends on who's in the White House at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. A lot of good action in this movie, like kind of combined a lot of different shit together. Will Smith's one of his better movies and probably one of the greatest speeches that as a non-American, even I got chills for, for the whole Independence Day speech. But Six Underground, I remember telling you, Carp, I was just like, this must, must be one of the most fucking insane. Like, it's like fucking, I'm swearing like crazy today. I don't know why. Fast and the Furious on Coke <laughs> with like, I don't know, like like SEAL team shit going on in the background. I, I, the action was just too insane in this one. So I got to go with Six Underground. Okay. So as I had said to you guys, this is the most Michael Bayist Michael Bay, Bay movie, Bay ever, Bay, 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 Bay. Uh, the action is just ridiculous. Even just the opening scene and, and the character that, yeah, uh, I'm sure a lot of people still haven't seen it. If you haven't, and you like over-the-top, ridiculous action of the most Michael bay movie ever to Michael Bay, go check out Six Underground. Uh, my vote's for Michael Bay. <laughs> Phil? Uh, ID4 was an event, and... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good to say about this movie. ID4, I don't know. It's like... It's really from that era. Yeah. And like every Roland Emmerich movie, it's really cheesy. And it's really like... The more world about being the spe- destroyed. Yeah. More, more seeing about shit being destroyed, which worked out. Like their marketing about like the whole White House getting blown up was like fantastic. But besides that, I don't know. I don't know. And that sequel was garbage. Oh, God, <laughs> God was it garbage. So I'm going to go with my... One of my top five directors of all time, Michael Bay with Six Underground. <laughs> Old school, what would you have voted? I didn't see Six Underground. There you go. I haven't seen it. So I would have had to go to Independence Day by default, but I'm definitely going to see it now that you guys kind of sold me on it. Dude, it's it's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. Uh, Next, we got Saving Private Ryan Mm -hmm. versus Kill Bill 2. Old school. (laughs) Well, we know Phil's response. (laughs) Uh, yeah, as much as I love Kill Bill 1, I fucking hated Kill Bill 2 just because, I guess, my expectations, what mm-hmm. is it was going to be over-the-top action, was very slow and like uh, dialogue-driven. So I was re- re- super disappointed with Kill Bill 2. And that could be just my fault because I expected it to be as crazy over-the-top as the first one. So just by default, saving Private Ryan. See, money. I agree that Kill Bill 2 is not from an action standpoint, as good as Kill Bill 1. I disagree in the fact of the quality of the movie because I think they took so many, again, with the music, with the way that they wrote the story. There were so many iconic scenes in that in that one. Even her just breaking out of the coffin. Mm. That, that scene, I remember people in the theater were freaking out because the screen was black and all you heard was the sounds of her panicking. And that, like, that was like crazy at the time. But I mean, Saving Private Ryan, it's just absolutely massive war scene. It's kind of the Braveheart, but for war, obviously, like like New Age war, classic characters, cl- classic action. So I'm going to go Saving Private Ryan. Phil? Fuck Kill Bill. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the problem is that the it should have been released as one movie. And the fact that, you, that he split it, well, they had, I guess he had to split it into two movies. Yeah, six-hour movie. Yeah, made it into like... The later part, 
being slow and stuff like that hurt more because yeah, it's what it was like a six month gap between the first. Yeah. But that uh, people talk a lot about the Omaha sequence in Saving Private Ryan, like the handheld, shaky, like pretty much like it felt like one take, but it's not like a documentary style. But that last for me, my favorite still is still the last sequence where they're in the they're in the village because there's more at stake, right? Oh, you've, yeah, yeah. you've got to know like a lot of, of action movies what works is like what's at stake if you're just showing like pure action it doesn't mean anything it could be cool but it, you don't feel any emotion but by the end of that movie when they're stuck in that town in france and they're being surrounded they're just there's a lot that french more, woman singing on the yeah, there's yeah. a way more weight on that scene than the first omaha like beach invasion so saving Pride Ryan. Cool. Yeah, I would have done the same for action uh, wise. All right, next one we got Avatar, which is uh, basically Fern Gully, the CG version. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have Avatar, which is Dances with Wolves Smurfs edition uh, versus Boondock Saints. I start Boondock Saints for just pure action. I don't know. I love Boondock Saints. I know it's a lot of a lot of people say it's very broy and like it's the non cult cult film, but. I really like Boondock Saints, so I'm going to vote for Boondock Saints. Old school. Avatar for the visuals was was really spectacular. I think it got overhyped, and I think if they make any other ones, nobody's going to give a shit. There's you mean the next five? Yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> like it was like it was a gimmick. It's a it's a one off. Uh, you know, he he put a lot of money into uh, effects and raising the out. bar, and got even more money back. Hey, I mean, good for him, but. Um, in terms of movies, again, I would rewatch would be Moondog Saints. Phil? Avatar got good the moment that that fucking tree got nuked. <laughs> God damn, I was waiting for that tree to get nuked. And then the Space Marine showed up and it was like, yes, we got old James Cameron back for like 15 minutes, but that was it. So I'm going to go with Boondog Saints. See, money, where were the about gone? Just for no, w- without question, Boondog Saints. With your people. Uh, yeah, with my people. To <laughs> Shooting end, people in the back of the head through the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, to end the Sweet 16, we have Double Impact, which is double JCVD. Versus, <laughs> double, yeah. double fan damage. Versus The Crow, which uh, Brandon Lee sacrifices life for. Well, he didn't willingly sacrifice. He didn't, I was going to say, <laughs> don't sacrifice by uh, dying. Yeah, true. exactly. He was trying uh, to... He's trying to make a movie. That's yeah. true. Uh, see money. <laughs> so this and this cracks me up because Double Impact, <laughs> it's like the movie that makes me laugh more than any other movie of that era just because of its JCVD. His acting? And it's like one brother just fucking beats the shit out of the other brother. <laughs> like the whole time he's freaking out like he thinks that he's fucking his wife and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> so he's just like... You're getting two times the roundhouses, two times the like, like the the, the van uh, damage, the van damage oh, essentially. But like, man, the crow. I have I have the special elite edition, just because of how fucking good this movie is. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna swallow a bullet for this one and fire it up. Yeah, I'm constantly just you know carrying all the time or fire it up, fire it up, and just the way that the bad guys get taken out, the crow. Uh, even this, even the scene where you like. Get shot in the hand, uh-huh. got shot through the hand, and then looks through the hole while the hole heals. Uh, just same thing, yeah. Double impact. I love the cheesiness, but The Crow is maybe one of my top five movies of all time. So I'm going to vote The Crow. Phil. Shout out to Hong Kong because double impact happens in Hong Kong. And <laughs> Brandon Lee spent a lot of time there because of his dad. Uh, I'm going to go with. Oh, 
I'm gonna go with the crow because can't rain every day. It's just it's just slick visual feast still to this day. Thing is, the first one is so well done, and the sequels have been so shit. Well, they're <laughs> so. all direct to video before like yeah. Netflix showed up, so it's like no budget. Yeah. Okay, uh, so old school. I'm assuming you would have voted Double Impact because. Yeah, because my fucking emo nephew never shuts up about this fucking crow movie. And, really? Uh, oh to my this God, day? he wouldn't shut the fuck. It's like shut the fuck up, and he's like, <laughs> he's fucking, he's a fucking emo little punk. So, uh, and fucking Van Damme's the best man. And I know I, I can't say the f word that he uses against his brother there now, but uh, he just fucking straight calls him that. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's so, it's, so, it's so weird because it, you think like the you think like the nicer brother would be like at, at some point the stronger one. No, it's just the dick. The dick is just like oh my god. It's like it's like let's we got forty million. Let's make the most ridiculous fucking movie. And what's better than one Van Damme? Let's just clone him and make yeah, two of them. Two, and it won't yeah. be the first time that Van Damme does clone movies. No, exactly. That's true. Okay, at this point, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back after this. Oh, yeah, brother. Are you a fantasy sports player? Or do you like professional wrestling? Or both put together? Then come join us at StableWars.com, where you can win prizes like old school DVDs or gift cards for the big pay-per-views. Do you like money? Do you like wrestling? Do you like fantasy? Do you like shooting this shit with other people? Then join us at StableWars.com. Join the forum and other things. Ooh, yeah. And we're back from commercial break. Uh, so uh, some of us are having a new beer. See money uh, actually, Phil hasn't started yet. Phil, what are you having now? From uh, a really, really old run at the LCBO, uh, Sinha Stout, imported beer, 8.8% ABV. Very nice. See money what are you having? From Bombardier, I've got Eagle Bombardier Premium British Ale. Bombardier is in the, uh, the airplane company we had to sell because even though we bailed them out, that we, we still had to sell them out. And I'll be really pissed if they get bailed out again <laughs> well no we Eagle, sold them Eagle brewery in havelock street bedford uk okay i've got from a bractorium uh, which we mentioned on the show before so daniel clue it is a double ipa coming in at 7.2 percent alcohol it smells wonderful okay and it tastes wonderful okay there's the rest of it yeah uh sorry cool. just, the sips don't come across the mic okay we are in the elite eight of action movie tournament dose uh we may have to do at this point either a jcv tournament or an arnie tournament or i know we've done a bunch of tournaments but i don't think we focused on one actor specifically i, I think i think phil hit it out next one we do is just straight martial arts because mm-hmm. you can you can incorporate a lot of freaking guys from our like the 80s and 90s for this yeah we can shout out people we can shout out people like scott atkins uh, that, like yeah, i don't know yeah, why exactly. he's not a bigger star yeah. <laughs> i know it makes or, he's uh, one of the most talented guys oh ever. my god he's, but he's getting up there in age which is like really sad to see yeah and we also got michael j white and yeah up and coming eco Uwe's. So well, he's, yeah, he's also getting up there too. Scott Atkins literally has one of my favorite movies. It's um, what's the oh, yeah. Undis- undisputed? Yeah, undisputed, movie. yeah. But the, no, the whole one. series, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, the second or Boyoka or Boyka? 
Boyka. Yeah. Boyka. It's some of the best action you'll ever see. If you're, uh, yeah, if you're a Scott Atkins fan, uh, he plays a I super mean, racist American colonel in It Man Four. Yes, and it's it's so good, it's so good. He's the evil king in the other Hercules movie that was made the same year that The Rock made a Hercules movie. So okay. yeah, Scott Atkins is great. Yeah, you're the best. All right, let's do it. Elite Eight. We have three hundred versus Shoot 'Em Up. We start with old school. Shoot 'Em Up by. Fuck degrees. Money. <laughs> I almost want to vote against him just for that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck that fantasy stuff. Huh? Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, just the fact that like a baby is <laughs> tracked around the whole fucking movie, <laughs> getting shot at and like on a turnstile in a kid's park, and just spinning and spinning and spinning. Well, no, he's shooting the turnstile to make sure the baby doesn't get assassinated by Paul Giamatti. Yeah, uh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, the one-liners, for those that don't remember and shoot them up, are freaking classic. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> and puts a carrot through his face. Carrots through his face. There's like just tons and tons of one-liners, so shoot them up. Phil? I think shoot them up was written when he was in high school it feels it feels yeah it feels that way and for all uh so it's a a good model to follow for all these wannabe filmmakers stick to your gun shoot them up yeah yeah monica bellucci looked spectacular in that movie too she she still does now uh so we got the expendables versus kill bill i start oh man wow Mm -hmm. kill bill phil i'm gonna go with the movie that promotes and supports the fact that Stone Cold beat his wife. <laughs> and they actually have a line about this in the movie, which I, I lost my shit in the movie theater when it was like, it's like, I don't hit women, but this guy, I'm going to go with the Expendables. Old school. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Kill Bill for me has the watchability factor. Expendables was great, but if I had to choose like a DVD to bring with me, it would be Kill Bill. Simone. Yeah, I got to top it off with that Charia Bruna with Kill Bill, that, that whole fight scene with the 88s. There's, I mean, it's perfection. She spanks the guy with a fucking sword. Mm-hmm. She cuts off a limb and says, every, or no, what's she say? She cut, every, everyone, everyone can leave, but your appendages stay. They're mine now. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Next, we got Jet Li versus Jet Li. We got Kiss of the Dragon versus The One. Simone. Jet Li with dreads. Phil. Also, Jet Li with dreads. <laughs> Over the one. Uh, we got Braveheart versus Commando. Going old school. Commando. Phil. Stockholm Syndrome. Commando. See money. Just for the, the genre of action films, I'm going to actually lean towards Commando as well. The Town versus Lethal Weapon 2. I start Lethal Weapon 2. Phil. Diplomatic Immunity. See money. Diplomatic <laughs> immunity. <laughs> hey, we got the first Lord of the Rings versus Armageddon. Wh- which Lord of the Rings is it, Carl? Uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, <laughs> fuck you and go to hell. <laughs> no, it's for it's I'm for even the... pointing at my mic to yeah. make a point. <laughs> it's the Fellowship of the Two Towers. Yeah, Fellowship exactly. Of the two Towers. Oh, my bad. Who From didn't the dead vote old school? Uh, this is going to be voting the one I hate the least. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Hate the, uh, hate the least or hate the most? Hate the, no, I'm, uh, yeah, fuck. Uh, is, fuck are you going to hate vote? Fuck yeah. that Greek fantasy shit, uh, Armageddon. Uh, I'm going Greek fantasy shit, Lord of the Rings. Phil? I'm going to go with 
You can't trust a Russian on a spaceship. See money. Ooh. Uh, if I'm, if I, if I, so using old school's analogy, if I have to pick up a, a DVD and watch it, I'm going to say... Uh, Michael Bay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna sacrifice, to my, sacrifice myself with a nuke. Yeah, I can't even tell you the amount of times after Lord of the Rings came out and I had it on DVD that I would get drunk at a bar, come home, turn it on, and then fall asleep to it in the first 10 minutes. Like I said, it is the perfect movie. What good for is falling asleep. Because that that 400-hour council meeting just puts you to to sleep. There's a lot of the movie that puts you to sleep. Uh, Okay, Uh, next one we have Six Underground versus Saving Private Ryan. We're starting with Phil. Oh my god! This is the hardest one for me so far. Yeah. As much as I love Michael Bay, I'm just gonna go with the raw emotion of saving Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Old school. Damon. He hasn't seen Six Underground. So yeah, so I, I guess we're gonna save Ryan's Privates for. Uh... Okay. That's not even the same movie. <laughs> yeah, you um, you've been watching the wrong movie. <laughs> And you may want to question stuff you've been watching <laughs> for a very long time. I was like, why do you guys like this movie so much? <laughs> why are you talking about the story? It's just a dude shaving another dude. I don't, I don't get it. What's going on here? Uh, <laughs> see you, funny. So here, here's the reality of the situation. If I even voted for Six Underground, he's going to go... Actually, who hasn't voted yet? Me. Oh, okay. Um, so this still might be a chance. Six Underground was just ridiculous. I'm going to vote for it. It's the freshest in my mind. Six Underground is getting my vote. So here, here's the reality: is it's Saving Private Ryan because she probably if if yeah, she hasn't seen it oh, exactly. It's uh, it's uh, so I'm, you guys have homework for the record. Yeah, you should watch. You should really watch <laughs> yeah. Six, yeah. Six Underground. That's that's your Netflix date night. Yeah. This week, uh, tomorrow night. Okay, uh, to end the Elite Eight, we have Boondock Saints versus The Crow. Yeah, this is a no-brainer. Old school. Fucking emo piece of shit, nephew. Boondock Saints. <laughs> Phil. Willem Dafoe. Ooh, surprising. See money. I got to go with the crow. Get the tiebreaker. All right. Has she seen both of them? I don't think she's seen any of them, but let me check. (laughs) Who does she think is hotter? A couple of Irishmen. (laughs) Willem Dafoe. (laughs) Yeah. In in drag. Don't forget. In drag. Yeah. Willem Dafoe, the only man who played Green Goblin and should have done it without a mask. They destroyed that movie because of that. And that was a decent movie. The first Spider-Man? The first Spider-Man was okay. That's okay. It, it like it made you get the feeling for what Spider-Man can be. Yeah, how he it would was, like float around the city. The yeah, second one was great. The oh, second one was fantastic. And then they shit the franchise with freaking Venom. Yeah, they yeah. shit the bed. They still oh, have oh, a good Venom. She has seen the Crow, and she's voted the Crow. Nice okay. because of the nephew. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. she knows about that whole nephew thing. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay final four. Uh, nope, final. Nope. Eight. Yeah, final four. Round three. So round this three, we got to. Wow. Shoot 'em up versus Kill Bill. See money. Fuck. Ah. Kill Bill. Bill. Just because Shoot 'em up came up with his actual own shit and then steal from other movies. Shoot 'em up. Oh fuck. Uh, I'll go old school. <laughs> Kill Bill. These are both super fantastic movies, but Kill Bill uh, for me at this point. The One versus Commando. Old school. You're a funny guy, Sully. That's why I'm going to pick you last, Commando. It's kill you last. Get the line right. See, um, 
man, this is tough because like you got Arnie, who's basically the king of action versus Jet Li and how hype that was just him fucking killing multiple versions of himself. I see where this future is going, but I'm still going to allow it. Commando. I'm taking Commando. As much as I love the one, Commando is, it's that action movie. Just even the opening scene where, uh, not the initial opening scene where it's just him and Alyssa Milano. It's, um, I smelled them from four miles away. Like, uh, that and, and like the legit like the pushes a truck down a hill and then jumps in it to like get the bad guys. So yeah, I'm gonna take commando. We got lethal weapon two versus Armageddon. Phil diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Same old school diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Saving Private Ryan versus the Crow. See money. SPR. Old school. I would literally if it was the Crow and the Room, I would pick the Room. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of my stupid emo nephew. Wow. Saving Ryan privates or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> now it's the final four. So we got Kill Bill versus Commando. Uh, I'm going to take Commando. Old school. Sorry, Arnie. I got to go for Kill Bill. See money I'm going to double down on Kill Bill. Phil. What happened to Sully? I let him go. Tiebreaker. All right. A tiebreaker. She overheard me when I said I think she saw the crow. She texted me, of course I saw the crow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Should be bones at the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Kill Bill versus Commando. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Lethal Weapon 2 versus Saving Private Ryan. I start Lethal Weapon 2. Phil. Oof. Yeah. About fucking Americans invading foreign spaces. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, yeah, fuck the Nazis. Is that right? Yep. S S P R. Post the weapon too when he fights the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Of course, yes. White South Africans, nice Nazis. Uh, old Nazis. school. But you're black. See money. Go to vote. Get the tiebreaker. Oh damn! I was on mute. That was so good. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that whole that whole fucking thing. Oh, damn it. What? what happened? Like, I haven't seen those movies, but I'm like, but you're black. <laughs> so good. No. So good. Oh, no. oh man. Yeah, so she voted Saving Private Ryan. Oh, okay. that was such a good bit. Oh, no. I was like saving it for the whole fucking, I was waiting for it to go into a tiebreaker. Oh, God. And I was like, I was like but you're black. <laughs> 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 and nothing. And I fucking muted myself. All right. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> So the finals of Action Movie Tournament Dose, we have Kill Bill versus Saving Private Ryan to begin the finals. Phil. You know I don't like Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, okay. fucking shady wire work and bullshit. <laughs> you don't appreciate your own culture shit, man. No, I don't like it when fucking, uh, fucking fake Italians or whatever appropriate art <laughs> <laughs> Old school. I wish Lethal Weapon was still. I want to. I still want to use that bit. Oh well. Uh, Kill Bill. See money. Kill my dad. It's your dad. Should call Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Bill money. It's B money. B money. Yeah. To me, more enjoyable and rewatchable. Kill Bill. So Kill Bill takes it for me. Wow. Such such a white privilege. And I'm using my white privilege <laughs> for this show. <laughs> Uh, so Kill Bill takes our action movie tournament number two. Maybe next movie tournament we should include the winner of both previous movie trivia, BB. Invite him. Mm-hmm. I shall invite him for the next one. 
We can we can give poor Bones a break from uh, yeah. being the tiebreaker then. Yeah, we can. So at this point, plugs and final thoughts for episode 49. We'll start with old school. StableWars.com, Macho Man. Yeah. Get your DVD. Always oh, looking for new members. You're looking for new members. You can win a DVD. Yeah. Check it out. And I know we had gift cards, but because everything's recorded now, we have delayed the gift cards until the WWE starts giving COVID to its fans again. See so. money. Get your DVDs from Watsuki. <laughs> no, Watsuki's not been involved with the website for two years now. I'm talking about Stable Wars, which I haven't given a shit about for years, so Watsuki <laughs> still runs things. <laughs> yeah. Phil, I know you need to eat, and you got video games to promote. So. Yeah, uh, Spirit Games, so, pro- uh, so support us. But uh, more, more importantly, if you're into Tarantino, fuck that guy. And uh, <laughs> just, just go. He's just triggered. Go. He's triggered. Just, no. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, really, it's been really annoying like since the, what, yeah, pretty much since Kill Bill. Even before that. Go and support the movies that he stole from. So um, Kill Bill. Um, <laughs> so Lady yeah. Snowblood. Uh, um, even like the Gordon Liu stuff. The Pine Mate. Like Shaw Brothers movies. Watch all of those. And then and then come back. So then let, me, let, me, let me take this one step. Is this yeah. feeling or homage? I, it doesn't. At this point, where, what he's doing doesn't. It. I'm sure it like the intent is homage, it, but he doesn't do enough of it where he twists it in a way where it feels new again. His last two have been dog sh- Well, last two. Yeah. Well, his, uh, once upon his, a time, I really enjoyed once upon it. a time was pretty yeah. good, but the previous two were dog. Yeah. Shit. No, his, his, uh, uh, and again, a problem too, is that his editor passed away. Mm. Um, so there's no one telling him, anymore like well you should probably get rid of this like it's really dragging the movie down at this point but so he's following the screenplay as is pretty much well yeah (laughs) once upon a time was literally like quirky acting up until holy shit what just happened to end scene (laughs) yeah exactly i don't get the whole controversy with the bruce lee scene i mean it's a movie is it gonna affect his legacy i doubt it no but, but uh, plus, he also kept uh, Sharon Tate alive <laughs> versus yeah. in real life. So. I think I think that was the subtle part where it's like you know this is not real, right? This is like yeah. alternate history. But no, no, please do, please go and watch the original movies that he uh, pretty much where was inspired. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. As for us, allbeerinside.com everywhere. Soon we'll be getting together again, and maybe we're gonna have to do a all beer inside watch along, which we haven't done in a while. There's ideas that I have, so we'll go from there. Uh, at all beer inside everywhere, and um, we're, we're doing kung pao. Oh, kung pao! Or there's this. Uh, it's yeah, it's this kung pao. Beer league softball movie called Beer League, actually, uh, starring what's his name, uh, fat guy from Dirty Work, Chris Farley. No, I from know. Dirty Work. <laughs> Ar- 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 Arnie or Artie Artie Lang. Yeah. Artie oh, Lang. Oh my God, cocaine head. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we got more for the future. And if you have any suggestions, allbeerinside at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of all the episodes, uh, drink craft, uh, not crap. Not crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not doing it now. I got fucking ostracized the first time. <laughs> I don't fucking sound like that. <laughs> to you. <laughs> 
Here at All Beer Inside Incorporated, we're committed to bringing you the finest of beer-tasting shenanigans. During our research and development, we strive to be on the cutting edge of whatever it is we do here. Our latest collection of sounds compiled by randomly singing and insulting each other have been clinically tested to ensure our golden caliber of excellence. And by clinically tested, I mean I got drunk and played them for this guy, Billy, who lives down the street. I think he works in a clinic. You can never tell with Billy. When you are listening to a All Beer Inside podcast, you should be confident of the fact that it is composed of vibrations that form a mechanical wave of pressure and displacement which travel through the air, where they are transmitted to your nerves and then relays information to your temporal lobe, where it is registered as sound. We guarantee to bring only the finest of beer tasting shenanigans with the comforter of our golden promise. They will always be between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz, the range of human hearing. Go fuck yourself. I know, well, that's, that's when the I was pull. playing. Uh, Play on words. Ass. It was like ass. when you were you and I was listening to that old school at the movies with you and Heavy, and you're like, "Oh, you know, he did some shitty edit. Like he he edited in the episode number with his fucking mic from his laptop. I wonder if that was a joke. Yeah, it was. I'm fucking Captain <laughs> Anal with editing. It was a fucking play on like Indiana Jones when he just shoots the guy and he's lazy. So I'm just being lazy and cutting up the thing, and I'm just I'm like, ah, oh, you don't fucking like. You, you, you're questioning this? Oh like, it was, wow. It was really, I was listening to that so annoyed, and now I'm annoyed at your other thing. Like, I just, I'm so sophisticated that it's, it just, I'm way over your head with shit. It's cool. I'm totally just going to cut this out. Uh, see money. <laughs> 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 that was so good. <laughs> just no sells the shit out of your rent. It's like, I heard you, but I didn't really listen, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love uh, while we're waiting. I love too how they're still shitting about like my editing. Uh, the show is done; it's no longer in production. I'm like I'm not no longer doing it, but they still have to get their jabs in about how I don't edit on time. On what? From uh, where? Old school at the movies. Oh, it's a good thing we did it because old school is going to take six <laughs> years to edit the book. Like I'm not even fucking doing it anymore. Do you think I, love, I bring it up like an STD? I love how mind games and tricks still trigger you. <laughs> <laughs> Because the more you get triggered, the more they're going to keep doing it. I- I'm not going <laughs> to listen. Fuck yeah, I'm not going to listen to my own podcast. <laughs> Formerly. Formerly. Well, no, it's it's not dead yet. Just come up with some new material. <laughs> like, there's other ways to insult me. Like, there's plenty. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I ain't suave, bro. In comedy, it's called a running gag. <laughs> it's it's called overkill, my friend. Okay. And I'm the king of it. I'm the king of it, so I can clearly identify it. You identify as overkill? No, I can identify. Is that your orientation? Out. Overkill? I can point out. Yes, that's my sexual orientation. <laughs>